Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. Casey Bubby. Find me on Twitter at BD Intrick. Special thanks, as always, to Mr. Jake Crumpler for covering for the weekend action. Doing a great job. Hope you guys enjoyed his weekend shows. We are back, as I am your host, Monday through Friday, for a fun-filled Monday episode to get us ready for the week. Recapping Sunday's action, news, and more, and getting you ready for Monday, April 24th. Let's talk some recent news. Paul DeYoung of the St. Louis Cardinals was activated from the IL. Taylor Motter, bye-bye, designated for assignment to make room for DeYoung. DeYoung led our hit seventh today, or on Sunday, and went three for four with a home run in his first game of the season. Welcome back, Paul DeYoung. Another return from the IL, Zach Eflin, returned to the Tampa Bay Rays um, off the IL and was pretty strong, pretty strong. We're kind of where he left off. Five innings, three hits, one, or three hits, one earned, no walks, four Ks, on 67 pitches. They said they were going to try to keep him around 70-ish pitches. They did that. So five strong for Zach Eflin. He's penciled back in there. Um, Taj Bradley's pitching on Monday. So it's time. Like I guess Glass now is about three to four weeks away still. So we got to kind of piece it all together here. But uh, the Rays are hopefully going to stay healthy for a little while. Brian Reynolds left the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates on Sunday. He's placed on the bereavement list. Uh, should be out for a few days to... Um, deal with uh, his family issues i believe i didn't get all the information there but bereavement list yeah so hopefully all's well with brian reynolds we had a major league debut on the mound on sunday we've had a lot of these lately it wasn't brendan fought it wasn't tyler bibby um it was logan allen of the cleveland guardians and he was filthy as expected six innings five hits one and one walk eight k's absolutely outstanding in his debut uh, high praise from around baseball that witnessed it uh, PitcherList obviously has you guys covered over there at PitcherList.com. Nick will have his goodies. It'll be a gift a gift roundup as usual. Go check it out. The interesting part about this, though, is he was so good. We're waiting for Bibby. I always mispronounce it. Bybee. Sorry, it's Tanner Bybee. I says Bybee. My apologies. Um, we're waiting for him to come up. Logan Allen came up first. He's actually pitching better with the minors, so it kind of worked out properly. But it's just where does this all fit? in the rotation like if you look at projected um staffs for the week coming up logan allen's not in there neither is bybee like it's like okay how's this work he i know we know he's filling in and they've been moving things around so much like battenfield was supposed to pitch on sunday then it was monday and then quantrill's pitching monday so battenfield's pitching tuesday they have an off day in the middle of the week yada 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 just keep a close eye on this i know it'll be well talked about reported probably on the show many times this week before you go fab shopping on Sunday because he's going to go for a small fortune if he sticks in this Cleveland rotation from what we saw this past Sunday because he is that good. So we'll have to wait and see. But big, big debut for Logan Allen. We have some Dodgers news. We have a bit of it here. They were busy. Manager manager uh, 
Davey Roberts was busy talking to the media on Sunday. First off, Tony Gonsolin, he flew into Chicago and he joined the Dodgers. He should be activated within the next day or two and could make for a Wednesday start, which would make sense because that's Michael Grove's spot in the rotation, and Grove hit the IL with a groin injury. So Gonsolin might be back sooner than expected for the Los Angeles Dodgers, much needed for a Dodgers team that's kind of uh, licking their injury wounds right now compared to usual. Some more good news. Um, Evan Phillips, first off, congrats to Evan and his wife. They had their lovely baby. He'll be returning from the paternity list when the Dodgers head to Pittsburgh, which they start this week. So I believe they have an off day Monday. They'll be there Tuesday. So Evan Phillips will rejoin the Dodgers in Pittsburgh. Will Smith of the Dodgers has been out with a concussion. It was a pretty severe one. Like he's way past seven days already. Uh, but they are saying he is now uh, symptom-free for about three days, which is good. Uh, he's starting to slowly perform some baseball activities, but likely will not join this team, the team on the road trip, but maybe when they get back home. So keep an eye on that. But Will Smith, some good news, because it was pretty bleak there for a little while that he was not doing well recovering from the concussion symptoms that he was suffering. Chaz McCormick of the Houston Astros is eligible to come off the IL on Tuesday, but will not come off the IL as he has yet to resume hitting, according to manager Dusty Baker. So that means Mauricio Dubon will continue to lead off. Jake Myers will play a lot in the outfield for Houston. So those that streamed those ball players, and Dubon's playing great. He got a hit streak going, stealing bags, going runs. Myers is filling in admirably in the outfield, but McCormick was playing great. He was playing really, really well. So he's a guy, if, people, if he was dropped in your fantasy leagues, Keep an eye on him. He'll be back soon. Great offense to be a part of. Was leading off before he left. Not sure what the Astros will do when McCormick comes back because Dubon's playing that well at the top of the order. But McCormick could be a guy to keep your eye on indeed. Some sad news if you're a Logan O'Hoppy fan. Uh, what we expected to be bad news actually happened. He has a torn labrum, and he'll be out four to six months, a.k.a. ending his season. And that means he's obviously an automatic drop for your fantasy teams. Um, Matt Theis and Chad Wallach are catching right now because Max Stasi is still battling his injury. Whenever Stasi's healthy, he'll come back and be the starting catcher. But who knows when that happens because, A, Stasi's just always hurt. So it's a mess behind the dish in Anaheim, and Logan O'Hoppy was on his way to a big season, cut short, cut way too soon. The Giants had some good news. Jock Jams, Jock Peterson returned to the team on Sunday, scored the game winning run on something like baseball versus the New York Metropolitans. So Jock Jams is back looking good. And then some other good news, Austin Slater and Mitch Hanniger, two outfielders for the Giants. They came into San Francisco on Sunday to get further testing done as they've been rehabbing in uh, AAA. And if all the testing goes well, they could return during the St. Louis Cardinals series, which starts on Monday. They didn't say what day they could return, but they could be like, a.k.a. any day now. So uh, keep an eye on that as you might get Austin Slater and Mitch Hanniger. Maybe they get announced to come back Monday, and you can put Mitch Hanniger back in your lineups if you want or just wait and see approach uh, all that kind of fun stuff with the Gigantes. Here's a funny one when I was reading it. MJ Melendez, I was like, why did he leave his start on Sunday? It's kind of, you know, didn't seem like it's really talked about a lot. He had back tightness. And I'm like, that's not good. The dude's young. Like, I have back tightness. And I also have gray hair. And I'm bald. Like, MJ doesn't have any of these problems. So I, I, was, I was confused. And then I read up on it. It made me laugh a little bit. It was kind of, it's been an off and on issue, apparently, with, with MJ Melendez. But it's, it tightened up as he was just jogging from right field to the dugout at the end of the third inning. Just jogging, nothing hard. But as they took him out of the game, he went and got a little treatment. He felt fine by the end of the game. He's day to day. They really don't expect him to miss it. He should be in the lineup Monday against Arizona and Tommy Henry. We'll see. But it just made me kind of laugh. Like this is a young kid that's back to us. Not ideal. Ideal. Then another kind of scary one is you Darvish was dealing on Sunday. 
gets yanked from his start in the sixth inning. He went five and two-thirds. What appeared to be a hamstring injury, but later reports after the game, it was just cramping that he was dealing with off and on throughout the game. By the time the reporters got to Darvish's locker room to get a report from him, he was fine. Like, no issues at all. According to Darvish, he'll be ready to rock and roll in his next start. We shall see. All right, let's talk about some hitting highlights on your Sunday. Masataka Yoshida. It was a slow, slow start for Yoshida. He went two for four, two home runs, two runs scored, and six RBIs on Sunday. Big boy game for Masataka Yoshida. And now he's on a four-game hitting streak with seven hits over that span. He started out slow, missed about four or five days due to injury. He's come back, and he's starting to get going. The dude is a super talented offensive player. Like he was available in a couple of my NFPC online championship leagues, and I put bids in. I don't think I got him, but I put bids in on him. Um, he's a very good player. He's going to turn it around. This is just a sign of things to come for Masataka Yoshida. I feel bad because I keep talking about Nolan Gorman, but then at the same time, Nolan Gorman keeps crushing baseballs. And he did it again on Sunday, two for four with a home run, a run scored in three RBIs. But the um, the guy that flamed out in his debut last year, he's crushed it. 313 with six home runs and 22 RBIs on the season so far for Nolan Gorman. If for some reason he's available, he needs to be on all your rosters, 12 team and deeper for sure. There's discussions that I could say 10-team leagues as well. So Nolan Gorman, very good, should be on teams everywhere. Mookie Betts, two for four with a home run, a double, a run scored, four RBIs plus a walk. Uh, great day. Another day at the office for Mookie, doing his thing. Still not stealing bags, a little bit concerning. But the reason I brought him up, because everyone's like, ah, oh, it's just a ho-hum line. You know, like Trout went deep. Otani went deep. Like Matt Carpenter went deep. Why are we talking about these guys? Mookie Betts let off. Okay, again, nothing new. I know. But Mookie Betts started at shortstop. It's his second appearance, I believe now, maybe third, at shortstop this season. His first start since the rumors began. Uh, insert its happening gif as Mookie Betts is at shortstop. For more details on all the day's top hitters like the Otanis and the Trouts and the Carpenters and more, make sure you check out the Daily Batters box at PitcherList.com. All right, some starting pitching highlights from your Sunday. Erod, absolutely love it. Been a big Erod guy for years. Wasn't a huge one of this draft season, and he's already making me eat crow there. Seven innings, no earned, one hit, no walk, six Ks. Brought a perfect game into the seventh. Uh, looked very, very strong. 16 whiffs, 36% CSW on 95 pitches. He went seven innings and 95 pitches. Yes, that is Eduardo Rodriguez I'm talking about there, and it's because he's not walking, guys. It's amazing what happens. You don't walk, guys. Erod had a two-step this past week, and he got it done. 15 innings pitched over those two starts, zero earned runs, five hits, zero walks, 16 strikeouts. No runs, no walks, 16 Ks over the 15 innings. Eduardo Rodriguez, everybody, really hoping this is a sign of things to come. I have to dig in some more on him because I'm really curious because like, what has happened all of a sudden? This was the guy that I expected last season before he had some off-the-field issues and then his whatnot has never – Seemed right, never seemed comfortable. I don't know what else. This looks good. This looks real good. And he was available in some of my 12-team leagues on Sunday. So make sure you go and check that out. So Erod is a biggie. Vinny V, Vince Velasquez, another guy. Like, what is going on here? Seven shutout innings, two hits, two walks, 10 strikeouts versus Cincinnati Reds. Uh, 15 whiffs, 33% CSW on 100 pitches. It's baffling. He's been doing this for like three or four starts now on the season. He's three and two. He's got three wins. Vinny V's got three wins. The Pirates are in first place. They just won their seventh game in a row on Sunday. This is not a lie. This is not a joke. 
This is not April Fool's. The Pirates are playing great baseball. Vinny V's 3-2 and two on there with a 3.76 ERA, 4.76 XFIP, which even if he had a 4.76 ERA, he'd be like, eh, that's pretty good for Vinny V. Not bad. 27 strikeouts and 26 in the third innings pitch. Sometimes you just go hashtag because baseball. But they're all, we'll obviously dig in more because, again, it's just impressive. You're like, you're waiting for the other shooter drop with Vinny. He did it in Coors. He's been making some crazy starts, and he just keeps doing it time and time again. Eventually, you got to buy in and just hope you don't get your heart broken. That's just the way it goes. And then another name that we all know and love, Jacob DeGrom. Remember, he left his last start early with the little scare of the wrist issue we were concerned about there. Uh, he's fine. Six innings pitched, one earned, three hits, no walks, 11 Ks on just 80 pitches. 80 pitches in six innings. But, hey, let's let's keep taking it slow with Jay. He's good. 23 whiffs on those 80 pitches, a 49% CSW. Yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Make sure you turn, tune in to the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up in all things starting pitching from your Sunday action. The relief pitching highlights for the day. we got a couple interesting ones here. Ryan Presley still waiting to find out a better answer than just wasn't available from Dusty Baker because this was the second straight day Ryan Presley wasn't available. He worked like three out of four days. Maybe they're getting him a couple days rest. I don't know. It really stinks if you're a Ryan Presley uh, manager, though, because for the second straight day where he was not available, Brian Abreu picked up a save in both games. So if you're a Ryan Presley manager, I believe you have one save now on the season, finally. Just picked one up the other night. You missed out on two more this weekend. That is a killer. So uh, keep an eye on that. I'm I'm just curious on back-to-back days rest. Like It feels like there's more to this that we have not found out yet. So keep your eyes, peeled, eyes and ears peeled on that one. Will Smith of the Texas Rangers picked up his second save of the season on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, he's the guy I want. If I'm picking a back-end option in Texas, that's kind of where I've been for a little while. But it's really coming into fruition. Jose LeClerc got a save very, very early in the season. Has not had one since. It's the Will Smith show, it looks like. So keep an eye on that. And then back to Anaheim here. Uh, Quijada has been getting the saves the last couple times. Carlos Estevez back in there on Sunday and pitched very well to pick up his third save of the season. So it's a back-and-forth seesaw battle. Or I don't even know if it's a battle, but it's just a back-and-forth annoyance between Estevez and Quijada in the back end of the Anaheim uh, bullpen. So, yeah, cross your fingers. Hope you make the right decision. All right, before we get to Monday's action, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. 
Let's hear from our good friend Mark Paquette as he previews the, the Monday weather. Thank you very much, Brian. Well, for Monday, we got a pretty large slate of baseball. Nothing wrong with that. And we have a pretty quiet weather day as well. Only two games will be chilly with a few showers around them. Nothing to be worried about. Uh, possibly a brief delay, but we're talking they will play these games. And they're going to be in Cleveland where the Rockies are visiting. In the Orioles where they have an AA. A.L. Eastfo in the Red Sox come to town. Back to you. And welcome back, everybody. Thanks again, Mark, for the great weather update. As always, let's hope it stays good enough for us on a Monday. Some DFS targets I'm looking at on this Monday action. Bats-wise, it's all about that Anaheim-Oakland game, which sounds really dirty to talk about. But you got the lefties, Waldachuk and Suarez on the bump. Total of 9.5 in that game. You got some cheap A's like Langoliers. You have Jesus Aguilar. You have Rooker, you have Estuary Ruiz. You got some options there that can hit lefties just fine. And then on the flip side, obviously Shohei, Trout, Renfro's hitting everything right now. Taylor Ward, Rendon. You got a bunch of options. Should be tons of offense down in LA. Have fun with that one. Then a kind of a contrarian angle I look at on this one is uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, like especially your right-handed bats in Florito and Chapman, but I also like the lefty in Varsho. Going up against Lance Lynn. That's an interesting one because Lance – I think he'll be fine eventually. I don't know when it's going to be. So if you want to be contrarian, I think the Jays can be a spot for you on this slate. When you're heading to the bump, though, Spencer Strider is the highest priced pitcher for a good reason. He's the Miami Marlins at home in Atlanta. Give me all the Spencer you can have. But some other good plays. Jomo is priced up. Great play, though, versus the Giants, striking out over 30% of the time versus left-handed pitching on the season. Uh, so Montgomery is a, a good one as well. And then Chris Bassett, after that first start of the year disaster, has been really strong his last year, especially six and a third shutout in his last start against Houston Astros. I like Chris Bassett going against the Chicago White Sox and that kind of depleted offense. Things I'm looking forward to on Monday, Spencer Strider Day. It's always a fun day. We're going to Spencer Strider Day. So looking forward to that for sure. I'm looking forward to this. This is a sarcastic person in me. I'm looking forward to Twitter's reaction. If Tommy Henry struggles and then they're all like pitchforks out, why is Brendan Fat not called up? Why was Tommy Henry called up? I'm looking forward to that on Twitter because that'll be fun. That'll be happening and that'll be very entertaining. And last but not least, Taj Bradley, he's been great in his first two outings. He gets the Houston Astros on Monday. Um, it, it's not as an explosive offense as it's been in years past, but the talent is still there to explode at any moment. I think it's coming eventually. They played pretty well in Atlanta over the weekend and between two of the best teams in baseball. Don't don't look lightly at Houston, basically. So Taj Bradley is a fun one as well. But that'll wrap it us, up for us, folks, on your Monday edition of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure you guys go to pitcherlist.com. Go check out the uh, – PL Plus, PL Pro. Become a member over at PitcherList.com. You will not regret it. It gets you into the Discord, gets you all the cool tools, projections, you know, all kinds of cool stuff, plus all the normal stuff you get, too, with the articles and everything. The Discord's where it's at, though. Lots of great stuff, and you can help build the future of PitcherList in the Discord with uh, suggestions and quizzes and all kinds of cool stuff. So go check out PL Pro, PL Plus over there at PitcherList.com. But again, that'll do it for your Monday, April 24th edition. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTREK, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. And this was the First Pitch Podcast, April 24th. Y'all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.